1: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Real Life, a podcast from the Nation Network.
2: I got 50. I got 50 for a day. Welcome back to the Real Life Podcast brought to you by Hanson Distilleries. Michelle, Bagmelk, Milk, wine, gentlemen. Sir? Well, there's no messing around today in this We're going to do, we decided beforehand in a
1: yelling match that we're going to just discuss what's wrong with the Oilers. Yes. And we recognize we have no actual facts. Well, Madge you, you might. Know, I have no facts You whatsoever. pass NHLers in the things. hallway. I, have, I know no things whatsoever. I assume you have a bug on a phone and no, something.
2: I will say thank you for bringing this wonderful hi- hydration in.
1: No, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about anything that has nothing to do <laughs> okay. with what's wrong with the Oilers. Okay. Never mind that you're drinking a Bob Marley energy drink match. It's working.
2: I've, it's working because I've had a hellish of a three days. So it's yeah. similar to what the Oilers season has gone through. And yes. never mind your Gronk Monster energy Grunk drink. juice. He is spiking everything. He giggles. There's For those who don't know, there's the number 69 all over the studio. He keeps yes. giggling at it the whole time. Yes. <laughs> spiking microphones. <laughs> spiking headphones. You're drinking a Gronkowski Monster energy drink. And I can see just by looking in the can that it's some kind of pink, which fits into all my whole beat motif that I'm working these I, days. I think I know the answer. You guys would. Hydrate yourself purely on make David energy drink if such thing exists. Yeah, I right?
1: feel like the, the the meeting between Monster and Gronk, they just walked into the room and, like, the president of Monster <laughs> was just like, Gronk! And, and they then Gronk other, was like, yeah. I bathe in your product! Yeah. And then they just started kissing. And everybody in the them. room was like, Ugh, let's just get this in a can. That was
2: an extreme meeting, bro! <laughs> and they high fived yeah. and bashed elbows. Yeah. Uh, my, America! <laughs> my Sunday night is maybe a perfect example of what's gone wrong with the Edmonton Oilers. So I'm driving on Sunday night. And I see the battery light come on. And I go, "Oh, well, that's never happened before. I assume most lights give me, what, 24 hours what you drive like a monster truck, like yeah, Truckasaurus? I, I drive a Ford Ranger. Okay. Jacked St- up like crazy, yeah. though? I'm from St. Albert. Yeah. They yeah. hand out Rangers when you graduate so super jacked up <laughs> Ford Ranger with like massive mud flaps? So I'm driving, the battery light come on. I'm like, that's not good. I'll we'll get that checked first thing in the morning. Then all of a sudden, the radio stops going. I'm like, that's never happened before. I tap it. It doesn't work. Then all of a sudden the speedometer stops working. Uh-oh. I'm like, "Oh, that's not really good." And then the lights slowly start dimming. I'm like, "Oh no." Till eventually after probably coasting on longer than I probably should have, my truck just died You're in like, the middle. Like I'm going of the-
1: deaf and blind, I'm having a stroke. Yeah, yes, that's how I
2: felt. My truck just died in the middle of traffic. We were about to do a halt right at a red light. Like he <laughs> oh. was at like the safest non-safe spot one could possibly be. Edmonton. No, it's just like at the bottom oh, of I a see. hill, but it was mm. it was icy, so it could have been really shitty. Oh, but it I just see. stopped. I wasn't even really like neighborhood anywhere. wise. I'm like, there's oh, no. nowhere really
1: in town you'd flip out if you. That's actually okay. very true. Sorry,
2: but yes. Yeah, but, but either way, that that was like a four minute. I hate like I'm not good with cars, right. so anytime anything goes wrong, I just start sobbing immediately. <laughs> so I think that's how a lot of Oiler fans felt. Sunday night, I was beside the road cursing up a storm. I think that's how a lot of Oiler fans felt. It's a brilliant analogy. Thank you. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Uh, we taped this on a Monday. They lost on Saturday. In Like true oiler fashion. Like, that was a real throwback to the 09, 10, 11 type Oilers back and forth. Had the lead. Yep. Well, got off. They were in the hole early. Yep. Fought on a bad goal (laughs) early. I should have. Real bad. From behind the goal line. They fight back, and then a third period, just disastrous third (laughs) period. Uh, I don't know if there's a simple answer to this question, but like, what's gone wrong? I can see Wanye is just glaring through my soul right now. I'm just listening to what's happening. So, what? what if, if I put a microphone in your face, or are we going to bag milk here? Well, let's go to the man who knows what's going on. I can tell you one thing. It's not Connor's fault. There's a, there's a rumbling in this here city from certain people. You know who you are. You're listening. Of course you are. Of course
1: you're listening. No one's listening to this, by the way. I checked the analytics. No one.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently nobody's listening. There's more people hosting this than listening. <laughs> yes. So... You know who you are. Blaming Connor for the things that are happening, saying he's a turnover machine. I saw it. I saw the tweets. I saw you talking about Connor in a way that he should not be spoken of ever on a day he had three points. The only three points. And you call out Connor McDavid. How dare you? Is that the point we're getting to in town when we're all <laughs> throwing each other under the bus? Like, is this like. Is, is is our turning into Lord of the Flies and just all turning on each other turning right now? Into Lord we're looking of the fl- for pig. where have you been okay. for the last
1: decade like only the strong survive yeah. right like if you couldn't take a drubbing when you incorrectly claimed Sam Gange would be named captain if you can't take that beating you left the internet like midway through the 2013 season I have a hockey news on the coffee table at Wanye Manor, which is an actual place with actual
2: hockey news as is with no prostitutes, correct? Prostitute free. Okay. I <laughs> Throw think. back to la- but Call that a callback to last. One
1: week. roommate might be a prostitute and just like down on his luck for business. I don't know. We'll see. But and my hockey news says, Oilers win top? question mark. The hype <laughs> is real. Exclamation point. And I look at the date. September 2017 I look at my calendar Have I been asleep? Has a decade elapsed since this magazine came out? Nay! It's like eight weeks old And we're sitting here in the KGB room At the place we're not allowed to say where we're at So mad Because there's no reason this should be happening In my mind
2: Well, let's look at a lot of things that have gone wrong There's been no secondary scoring their number one defenseman is still yet to, I call Sekiro their number one defenseman just de facto. Mm-hmm. A very good defenseman, hasn't played all season long, not mm-hmm. back till next month. Mm-hmm. Your goalie has had kind of fallen back down to earth what was very good season last year. And now, for as much as there was a target on their back last year, that target is now amplified quite a bit now. There's a lot of things that go into this Oilers struggle. But blaming Connor McDavid is not one of them. No. He has a higher point per game pace this season than he did last year. And probably one of the reasons we're talking about this is because of what's going on in Tampa Bay with Stamkos and Kucherov. Those guys are yeah. going nuts. But McDavid is, no, he's not the problem. It's an, an interesting point that has got brought up is his offseason was chopped in half, essentially. I think we've chatted about it on this podcast, the Today Show. Uh, but he's, he's still going for a 100-point yeah, that, That's one thing. Like, he is not the problem. So what is the problem? Well, it's a very good question.
1: I don't know. I have my hockey news. I look at it. It says everything's green. Across the board, Wanye, go get your cup, Ginch, because
2: you're about to be wearing it on Jasper Ave come June, greased up, running from the cops. Let me rephrase the question. Bag milk. If Grandma Bagged Milk called you and said, grandson, Mm -hmm. what is wrong with the Oilers? How would you explain it to your grandmother? I'd be like, Grandma? How'd you get this number? Yes. But no, i like, how would you explain that to if aliens dropped down and said, What's gone wrong? How would you explain it to them? The best like, part Welcome though, to our planet. <laughs> the best part is that my grandma uses FaceTime now. It's the greatest. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. I like the way that old people embrace technology. It's directly
1: under the bridge of her nose that she's looking down at the camera and she's like, Hey, man, man. I assume she can see you.
2: Sometimes it's that way or sometimes it's too high where you cut the top half of her forehead. Ah, oh, bless yes, her. And she's like, I can't see you. I'm like, Well, grandma, I can't. I can see your head, but. Anyway,
1: it's got to be the crazy future when you're your grandma and yeah. you're like, let me just take yeah. this thin glass orb and stare into it, and for free call halfway across the planet. You may
2: live in Bon <laughs> halfway across the planet, and talk about basically my is halfway across the grandson bank milk. I'm, I'm coming for you, Bonacord. Oh. Fuck you. Just wow. kidding. <laughs> I'll stand up for Bonacord, but we'll get into... Sorry, no s- one's listening. All right, then fuck Gibbons then. It. For all imagine we know, up. these mics
1: aren't even hooked up to anything. And we just come in here for an hour a week, yell at each other, and then... We feel better, Like Oh, yeah,
2: no, people are totally listening. What I would tell my grandma is that things that used to happen just don't happen anymore. Imagine this, grandma. One day, you're making delicious soup, you're feeding the kids... Feeding the grandchildren.
1: Feeding the geese? Geese, that's too. A, that's, that's geese a, too. That's that's an She's analogy or a euphemism for <laughs> masturbating. Yeah, feeding the geese. You never heard that at all.
2: <laughs> is it? What? I live with Australians. Surely you must have heard feeding the geese at the bag milk household. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the appetites are insatiable. <laughs> anyway, imagine, Grandma, that you can no longer make soup or feed you, your geese or feed the geese or the children or whoever it is that you're feeding. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. One day you can make soup. Day two you cannot make soup. This is what's happening to the Oilers, Grandma. They can't do the things they used to could. They're playing bad. Here, I was talking to one. Excuse me, while I name drop Jason Gregor today. Oh, <laughs> jealous, aren't you? Anyway, I was telling I was telling Gregor, I'm like, they can't make six foot passes anymore. They're doing the rim around the boards breakouts. They can't hit guys on the tape. They can't score goals. Poor Cassian. How many? Breakaways is the guy wow, that's had where he hasn't scored a goal. It's got to be 3-4. There's a black cloud kind of hanging over. We need a witch doctor, one. I don't know where you find one. I Googled it. Mm-hmm. I found creepy websites.
1: Mm-hmm. found the rug doctor. They'll come out and steam clean your rugs. Is that another euphemism? For- <laughs> uh, yes, okay. the rug doctor is yes. what I called myself in jail.
2: <laughs> I was quite popular with the inmates in general. But the, I, there's just like some kind of confidence issue. It's like uh, trying to score in high school. You got the idea, but you don't know how to execute.
1: Anytime you see this much difference with the same lineup, like, yes, Secker is gone, and Jordan Everly is gone, and those are both very big holes to fill, no question. But there's a lot of people underperforming right now. Oh, yes. Anytime I see this big of a change in output from the exact same lineup, something has to have changed inside some sort of room or some sort of thing has happened. Right. I remember the time when something happened or the other guy, didn't or did not do something to somebody. And it seemed right around (laughs) that time that the spirit of the team broke in half. And now all of a sudden we got a bunch of people glaring at each other on the bench. I don't know that they did, but in the absence of real
2: information, that's probably what's happened. Well, listen, I know we're comparing day jobs to professional hockey players, but at Nation HQ, do you guys everyone like each other every single day of the week? I would say most times, yeah. But there's still times when you're just like, you know what? F Chris the intern. I don't oh, want to I, work with I, I've, them. I've been living on the fuck Chris the intern train for a long fucked time. fucked Chris so, the intern on a train any, one time? Anytime I get a chance. Also, <laughs> everyone in this room has been 22 or 23 years old. Yes. Yes. Do you remember what you were like when you were 22 or 23 years old? I, I was a shithead and definitely not a millionaire shithead. Not saying these guys are shitheads, but saying that's something that could be. There's the guys driving the team bus... We're legally just allowed to drink in the States. Is that a problem? <laughs>
1: well, it's true, though. Well, I'll tell you who else is missing from the pile of people who left this year that had an impact is Hendrix. Yes. Right? Where did Hendrix go? Oh, he went to Winnipeg, did he? Oh, and who's punching above their weight class, are they? Winnipeg, right? When you have a guy like that in the room who brings a lot to it, yep. and he just bounces out of town, and you don't bring in anybody veteran, like, it's either that... All of a sudden there's with the with a subtraction of Sacra and and Eberly. They've gone from fucking Western Conference contenders to oh shit we're down with that guy who's the really young GM in Phoenix <laughs> with the exact same lineup with three subtractions or something is causing some sort of situation in the room where the same pieces don't add up to the same output anymore.
2: Performance anxiety?
1: Have I? No, I'm rock solid. I pretty right much now. yeah. like oh yeah. a post darn, right? Yeah. Like a flag stick in a lightning storm. Mm. No, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we're making baseless speculations. Let's
2: talk about what else the issues could be. Mm-hmm. Too much time watching Stranger Things 2. I've heard it's good. Good, but they could just crush it. I'm wearing a Stranger Things hoodie right now, and no one even commented. Isn't that interesting? Isn't I it? still haven't finished season one. Really? Yeah. You really should. I didn't watch it. We'll come back to the Oilers. Wani,
1: <laughs> did you get new glasses? I've got a couple pairs. Okay, Thank good, good. Oh, oh. Yeah, clearly contacts you. Oh, <laughs> mix in two
2: pairs, and next thing you know. Glasses people yeah, notice sure, when other yeah. people oh, yeah. have oh, glasses. Yeah. I'm a glasses guy, but I didn't notice anything. I'm sorry. i um, <laughs> I don't take any offense. That's I just, like, I constantly walk around my house just saying, oh, your hair looks great, to the missus, just in case. Do you know what I mean? No, she's in the industry, so there's, like, a 50-50 chance she got her hair done. She'll come back sometimes, and she're, her, like, kind of looks different. I'm like, yeah. your hair looks great. She's like, oh, I did it, thanks. I was like... You know what you call that? You're a, you're a volume shooter. If you were a oh, basketball yeah. player, oh, you yeah. shoot yourself into rhythm. You might be cold. You'll still jack up 10 threes. Cause the percentage is in. around 2, 3, but, you know, when I hit 2 or 3... Maybe, maybe Roger's Place is haunted. That maybe. could be. But who would have possibly haunted Roger's Place? What was that? The ghost of Tambellini? The oh. ghost of the Garth Brooks banner? Is that what it is? Why, did it take it down? No, it's still there. <laughs> oh. is, it, is, that, is that the bad thing? They
1: moved the banners last year to get better airflow. Thank God, because I sit in the seats right underneath where the air hit the banners, oh, okay. and it was like being in a <laughs> vacuum, vacuum of cold <laughs> room. Spe- space. No, it was so cold. That's neither here nor there. When you have an Australian girlfriend, like when I used to have an Australian girlfriend, mm. do you ever just make fun of them in an Australian accent until they snap and go, All the time. That's not
2: what my accent sounds like. All the time. Yeah. 900 dollars e dues. you ever drop one of those yeah, on her? absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She can't say ball or bowl right. separately. They're yeah. the same word, and she doesn't hear it, and I just say ball, bowl. For the purposes
1: of hijinks, I would talk back in what I esteem to be, like, a screechy Australian nagging
2: voice. Yeah. Slang terms just oh, peppered yeah. throughout. When she does something really Australian, I'll just go, "Ah, oh, mate. Yeah. And it just, she's like, oh, fuck when you. When I was in, when I traveled through Melbourne, it was weird. We were late to catch a boat to Tasmania. Oh, you went to Tasmania? I did, yes. Wow, what'd you think of that? It was like, we'll get to that in a quick second. we're oh, yes, But sorry. as we were, bar- as we were boarding the boat, money. yeah. Uh, we are like, we're so sorry we were late We were drinking pretty heavily, we missed the boat and She's like, oh, no worries, we'll, we'll book you on tomorrow I could tell you guys weren't from here because of your accents like, Wait a minute <laughs> You have the accent here Like, oh wait, no, everyone here talks yeah. like that But it was very, like, I guess Canadians do have an accent uh, Tasmania, yeah, it was yeah, Did should you go say. to Hobart? I, we were only there for a day, yeah. But I will we'll never forget about Tasmania. A penguin washed up on the beach, dead. Yeah, not like a house. dead penguin that was probably about the size of the Gronk monster can. So not mm. a big one, but it was. Did they, they make penguins that dead? large, I suppose. And it was a like, great like, monster. <laughs> yeah. It's like what the hell? Where are we? And that's my Melbourne story. Would have been more better to do this. That was in right? Melbourne or in or Tas- Tasmania? Tasmania, sorry. But what? did you like go to the city? We did. Yeah. You were in Hobart. Is I guess the, is that what it's called? Is it the city. It's been like ten years. I've been to Australia, but I didn't go there. Well, that's, it's impressive. Not a lot of people go to Tasmania. Yeah. We hopped on a boat and it was... Felt like, honestly, they were having like a truck rally. So it felt like being in Alberta, honestly. <laughs> it was like a lot of jacked up trucks. Yeah. And they were like, oh, look at that. I'm like, yeah, that's the parking lot in the mall. My favorite Australian tradition is how they get really dressed up and then really shit-faced for horse races. Yeah, they love the races. Yeah. The love the Cup. horse races. I was uh, I was traveling through Australia and I was... I had no idea that the Melbourne Cup is like a big thing. Oh, they just their yeah. Super Bowl, but they get to wear suits. Exactly. So I'm gonna go do like touristy things. I'm like, I'll go to a museum, or I'm gonna do something that my mom would think is fun. Yeah. And then everything's closed. I'm like, what the? fuck? They Get fuck? the day off. Exactly. Like, so I'm doctors like, really? take the day off. Yeah. I'm wandering the streets looking for somewhere to go, and then finally I wander go into a pub. I'm like, what the fuck is everybody? It's like a Wednesday or something. He's like, all night, Melbourne Cup. <laughs> you should be out drinking or something. Like I'm in a pub, bitch. Okay. Me. Yeah. Wow. suits, Suits and horses. Good do do you. the Oilers need a night out at the Melbourne Cup to loosen tensions? Is that what they need? No. I, I think my brain's just like, let's talk about something more fun. Okay. Well, no, you're right. Well, you look, they had the Halloween party, and that's, I know I always bring it over to different sports, but NBA teams seem to drastically play better after their Halloween party, because that's kind of the start of their year. I look at teams like the Cavaliers and Warriors. They've been infinitely better since they had their Halloween party. Interesting. So it's almost their Halloween party. It's almost like they don't give a shit until like, okay, we can party now. They like they know when they can turn it on. Do the Oilers think they know how to turn it on? I don't. Even though they don't know how to turn it on, you have to assume like, okay, here are the people I hate the most on social media. I hate people who are like, oh yeah,
1: um. McClellan is um an idiot and he hates the Oilers. Forgot and, out of coach. Um, he's sent here from San Jose because um they realized he was an idiot and then um Daryl Cates, who's super happy to have a free arena, um well he just doesn't give a fuck about the Oilers either and all he wants to do is take my money and then Chia, don't get me started about him. They sent her here from Boston on because he's an idiot. Okay, <laughs> Rosie, listen. Rosie Perez, Perez is the first. Annoying- of all <laughs> yeah. is not an that loser accent. he went I don't even know where that was from but he went good. to Harvard he's a smart man so he's not a loser you guy with your fucking dick in one hand and the remote in the other and you're tweeting with whoa, your whoa, nose
2: whoa. let's not <laughs> pretend like that's a fun not a fun activity anyway
1: continue <laughs> you sir are the loser not chirping crimson graduate Peter Chirelli, who has five distinct looks he can call upon to transform himself with basically outfit and facial hair this man <laughs> is not a loser you are a loser <laughs> secondly McClellan didn't come here to torpedo a team and he didn't run a bunch of bad teams in San Jose he never won the cup but he consistently was one of the top teams in the West these guys understand
2: in concept what needs to be done he did win a cup as an associate coach props Troy, to him right Troy, yep hmm so if I you, hate those
1: people, though, and I'm no, just no, like, fair. why do you think that there's, like, this conspiracy among Euler executives to, like, spit in the face of Euler's fans around the world and be like, ha, oh, ha, oh, oh, we
2: people, did it on purpose. There's some people that think the O.E.G. Board of Directors is like, you know, on The Simpsons where they meet at Mr. Burns' house and yeah. it's just the group of evil people? I think people think that's what the Euler's Board of Directors is like. Like,
1: fucking hell, people. They might not be having a good year. They might have accidentally fucked their team up. They might have done a variety of things. But nobody at the Oilers' offices goes into work in the morning and be like... (laughs) You know who fucking sucks is all of our fans And we hate them So let's purposefully torpedo And not make good trades Because fuck the people that pay our salaries And Nobody thinks
2: that And it'll be an inside joke and they high-five each other Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, fuck these guys Let's go live in Tampa Bay when we're done and we get fired Yeah, nobody thinks like that No, but I wonder Why do do people think like that? Because people want to think that there's always Like an opposition to how they're feeling They're like my team sucks.
2: There's someone making me feel this yeah, way, kind of. There's my, someone responsible. My team One sucks,
1: and it sucks, and it's because... Bing a a series of things occurred. Bing. It probably doesn't even matter. Truth be told, what you're so pissed about, or see somebody's directly fucking me because they hate me and everyone like me. And that's how people like that's how you start fascism. That is very is you true. identify a party and be like those guys are the reason everything sucks. And then you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. And that's why when a guy like Specter rears his ugly head and he's like, you know what would be great for clicks. Like, that's not the time to do it because people are looking for scapegoats right now. Bag milk,
2: have you ever seen him this fired up? Well, fuck. Yeah, no, I, it's I it's have good. A fucking hockey news <laughs> good. that says we're good. <sighs> Tell you what, we'll take a quick time out on the real life podcast while we're all set. Quick breather. Yeah, we'll calm Wanye down. We'll I the back. smoke.
3: The real life podcast is brought to you by sumojerky.com, which I thought was a stupid business at first. Until I got into it, let me just explain it. It's basically a jerky of the month club, which sounds very, very silly until you start thinking it through. So basically, head over to sumojerky.com, sign up yourself, or even better, give it as a gift. Now, you're not just getting sumo jerky. What sumo jerky is, is they source like artisan, handmade jerky that you would find at a farmer's market on a Saturday morning in like um, Topeka, Kansas. Like, they'll get all these strange jerkies that you've never even thought of or heard of, but it's the top quality jerkies in the world. Matter of fact, sumojerky.com has had one of the highest satisfaction ratings of any subscription service on earth since 2014. Think about artisan beef jerky showing up at your house. Every month, or even better yet, showing up at your dad's house every month is a gift. You get him a Christmas gift and you sign up and it just shows up every single month. He gets three types of jerky. You head over to sumojerky.com, type in your preferences so you don't get the cilantro jerky and you don't get the pineapple jerky because you got basic taste and you get pepper jerky and teriyaki jerky, but it's from Texas, and it's made with love, and it shows up. If you want that to be part of your life, sumojerky.com is where you need to head.
2: We're back on the Real Life Podcast, still sponsored by Hanson Distillery. How's that Gronk And Gronk! You? Yeah, and Gronk. Gronk yeah, I feel like man. I've I'm had the Gronk. fired up. Fired up. Well, Andy, yeah. When's the last time you watched like an NFL game? Oh, Lord. I don't even know. No? Uh, like, where do you, if, if the Houston Oilers came back, would you yeah, be a Houston was, Oiler? Do you have a fucking number 97 <laughs> that
1: a man could think about at night before he goes to sleep? No. No, I fuck. I don't even none. None this year for if, sure. If You
2: had to rank. I know it's Oilers number one, two, three, and four. What right. would be like right under you for like what right under the Oilers okay. for sports it would you would be watch? Right under me. What? Like it, would you like? Would you tune in to watch like a Cavs game with LeBron? No. Or, no. No. Baseball? I watch soccer. Soccer. Really? I'll watch
1: a World Series. Okay. Yeah. Like I like going to San Francisco Giants games Okay. Those are fun. I've but heard I'm not paying spot. attention. Okay. I'm not like oh it's four two in the third inning. I'm more like I'm up to nothing against the beer gods or whatever. No, I really. No. Soccer. Bag milk? What's, I'm just genuinely
2: yeah. curious. I just like sports, so I'll just put on whatever's on, honestly. You
1: can do that. You can be like, oh, the Milwaukee Bucks are playing the
2: Cleveland Cavaliers. But or- exactly like you, I don't oh. pay attention. Really? Yeah, it's I'll just, just be like, yeah, like I just like sports. So, like, I don't know, like if there's jousting on, is that a sport that yeah, would so. be on TV? I'll watch that. Wait, we'll watch the Olympics. Okay. Summer and winter, Oh as yeah. many Laundra. events as I can watch. I think here's a tweet that kind of sums up my life, maybe all of our lives. Justin Bieber tweeted this in like what? June. He said, I don't really know enough about sports to have a valid opinion, but I do enjoy sports. And I enjoy any high level sports game, any <laughs> team. I think that's kind of how we all feel really, isn't it? Like, I'm, I'm akin with Bieber. That's yeah, good. Like just like uh, Yeah, I'm just I just like high competition. All right. Let's That's funny. Well here's the thing. If you're the best in your field, whatever that may be I, I'm curious Yeah it's exciting you know I would watch the best Garbage Man on planet deliver. Sure. He's the best for a reason No man I can't like, You I, wouldn't I find, watch The
1: Garbage Man? <laughs> no like I find That my attention span Like in the last <laughs> little while Has just like It hasn't gone to shit Because I want to <laughs> Pay attention to stuff but the shit I can pay attention to is just like brr, going through the okay. floor. Like I'll sit down. And they'll be like, oh, it's amazing. This is a new show. It's called The Front Gate or some shit. And I'm like, that does sound like a new TV I'm show. Like, yeah. okay, is it real?
2: Yeah.
3: Is no, it, no, it could That be sounds
1: like, like a real It's amazing. Show. It's on Netflix. This is how I feel about every show. Everyone's the front like, gate? oh, you haven't heard it? It's the Front Gate. It's a new show. It's amazing. I binge watch it for a week, and it's got the guy from the OC, and then the lady from the CR, and I'm like, I don't even know the building blocks that are going into the story you're telling
2: uh, me. Stay tuned to Nation Podcast Network, a new podcast, Wanye Names TV Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I am here, bud, name you. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's, awesome. let's roll up our sleeves and figure out what's gone wrong. I'll use an in-house example right here. I'll make it up on the fly. Wanye, Yes. You do a podcast with myself and Bag Mel. Right. Mm-hmm. What happens... And this is all speculation. Yeah, I punch bag milk right in the kiss. I punch them. You yeah. see everything. You see the beginning, the punch, yeah, and the end. Yeah. How does that affect you when you come in to do a podcast with us? Well, it's interesting because
1: it depends on what the situation is, and if there is a fight or something going on. Some people will fight, the end and then be like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry too. Oh fuck, I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. We're both idiots. Let's get on." So sometimes that can be like the release valve of a lot of tension, and sometimes on teams you know, to my vague understanding, that'll occur. Yep. Then there's, like, long, simmering feuds, right? Like, I heard that when like Morrow and Horkoff were the vets on the team and all of a sudden they were in charge, they like did all this weird shit to rookies or they like weren't allowed to get onto the bus until all the vets got on and when they got to the hotel, the rookies had to stand beside the elevator and couldn't get on the elevator and like did all this really weird,
2: divisive shit. Old school type of back in my day yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. This is what yeah.
1: happened to me in 67 yeah. in the yep. WHA yeah. when I played for the Hartford <laughs> Billabongs. <laughs> and they did this like to yeah. a whole bunch of rookies. Like T. Hall and when the entire team was like, rookies, bitch. Like I'm Taylor Hall. I don't want to hear any of this. Not so. There could be something like that. Now, I'm not saying that that's yep. what's happening now. But mm-hmm. I just mean like that's a situation where it's like long simmering shit, yep. where one half of the room
2: looks at the other half of
1: the room and calls them out of touch. Well, and
2: that's there, there's there's a difference as you mentioned. If bagmel and I just have a quick argument, like a quick shouting match, but we're fine. But if I'm steaming under under my breath, being that. Fucking Wanyes yeah, coming in here again, mm-hmm. and then it does boil. So that that is could potentially be one thing. I should also say, no one has confirmed what actually did We're happen. We're speculating. It's what, could, pure what, could we be, what could be I, what could be
1: causing the significant underperformance of the Oilers this year? And saying fright? there's a fight in the dressing room is no different than saying it's just because Secker is gone. Stage, We're just going down the list. Is there stage fright?
2: No. National spotlight? You don't think no. so? You don't think the fact there's that
1: 14 matinees, whatever the fuck it is this year, like if there's any like cushy schedule of like not being in the national spotlight
2: it's weird because when when the whole rumors thing kind of came out I kind of thought about a scenario like Maj just brought up because I've had fights with my buddies before we gotten shit faced and something happened you know you yell at each other and then you fight and then the next week you're like hey man yeah, you're not so bad, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: let's get on to our 767 and fly to Fort Worth together.
2: So it's like, <laughs> to me, I kind of go there. I don't think of the other holding a grudge aspect of it. But I could see how if you're one of those personality people that like if you're holding the grudge, like you motherfucker. I hold grudges. I'm the first to admit that. Really? I do hold grudges. Do you no, have, like, some you're so dead? nice. No, you don't have any grudges. There's people that wronged me like 15 years ago. I'm like one day, motherfucker. Yeah, but
1: probably though when you see them, you're like, hey, how are you? Yeah, it's so wonderful. But then
2: I walk away. I'm like one day. I'm <laughs> waiting. <laughs> have you ever served justice on a grudge? Not yet. But it's something I think
1: about when
3: I'm
1: working. Like one day. So it's this the is nicest just... grudge ever. Like I'm still super nice to them when I. See See them I've never done Anything to anybody But one day, one day Did you hear about Maj? No what happened Took a corkscrew To 37 <laughs> people's eyes At Westmount Mall
2: All the bullies That made fun of him For watching wrestling In elementary yeah. Are now Being taken he down One jacked by up one up yeah. Ford
1: Ranger Just yeah. ran him over Like Suge Knight At the fucking <laughs> Apple set For the movie
2: That's just Like this is Blowing my mind You're a grudge guy Yeah I am Yeah Wow yeah. I guess and I could be. A I know that's guy. bad, but there's... like. Who do you have a grudge against? Just people that like, have. Just
1: pick a person, don't tell me their name, and tell yeah. me why you have a grudge.
2: Uh, because I feel like I've done a lot of good things behind the scenes that don't get recognized from a past job. This is a past job. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I did all your fucking work. It's Jason Greger. No, it's not Jason Gray. That's Jason why I said for another Gregor. job after. <laughs> was, yeah, we Jason got to the Gregor. fucking bottom of it. From another Jason job Gregor. it was just like. I did all
1: your... Okay, is his first initial J?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is his last name Gregor? Yes, is his last name (laughs) ran with Frager? No, and even just like... Is he a farm boy? Even just like a bunch of... Here's a better example. I had a teacher in grade eight and she was probably having a terrible day, Mm -hmm. but I was the obnoxious... Preteen and she told me I would never amount to anything. What? So every time I have like a tweet take off, I'm like, Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. right <laughs> on. on that with my six thousand followers. So exactly just real
1: petty stuff like what if I told you I think you need people like that in your life to like mentally
2: push you so you're like, <laughs> fuck you, grade eight teacher. What if you have to have those? I, that's hmm. what Michael Jordan had. Michael Jordan would make up people saying shit to him to fire him up. Really? Yeah, Michael Jordan, he said if he didn't have it for whatever reason, he would go in his head and say, that Sounds guy... Sounds like schizophrenia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks into a room, there's a piece of paper, like, you are a piece of shit, Michael Jordan, from a guy you don't know. <laughs> but he said, like, what? if he was having a bad half, he would go and walk, him. he like, that guy's making fun of me out there. And then he would go to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. So certain people do need that. And you're right, I think that does, I'll be pushed, but I agree, holding on to it is, is not a good issue. See, that's bad. I, ho- I hope you don't hold grudges
1: ever against me, because here's how I roll, and here's why people hate on me. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to shit. So if you're, like, dropping hints like, oh, you know, it should be nice somebody were to mention what I did on Labor Day, I'd be like... <laughs> What did you do on Labor Day? Yeah. And it's not because I'm like, I'll get that mad You know what I'm going to oh, do? I'm going to grind him down by never saying <laughs> that thing that he wants me to say because of this, that, and the other. I'm not even like, it's like an AM band with an FM tuner. Like, I cannot even pick up on that shit. That's why I'm still not with an Australian lady at my yeah. house, but you still have one of yours, right? Here,
2: here's what it is. No one on the Oilers congratulated Connor for winning the Hart Trophy. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. Let's speculate. So you're <laughs> Connor with David.
1: You're in that dressing room right now. You are the captain. You are. So it's not like I like I love when people are like, Oh, you know, Connor's gonna want to trade. I'm like, okay, let's just hold on for a second here. Connor is the team. Yeah. If Connor I guarantee you right now, if Connor McDavid went into someone's office, I don't know who he'd have to go to, he was like, New coach, please, I guarantee you they would fire McClellan immediately. And pay him his deferred salary until forever.
2: Like There was a the whole Jack Eichel thing that came out in the summer yep. about uh, old, old, old whats his beans there. It was, Skodan? Yeah. Godan Balsma? And Jack Eichel kind of said that he wasn't going to re-sign or something. You know, I'm paraphrasing. All of a sudden, Dan Biles not there, and that's Jack Eichel we're talking about. Imagine the poor man's Connor McDavid, The McIce district. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that oh, yeah. guy is responsible for a whole area of the city. Yes. Well, one of the other examples we can point to, we're not in Washington, but when, when Alexander. <laughs> we're not in Washington. No, we're not. <laughs> you are full of surprising information <laughs> tonight. But when Ovi signed that contract, I don't even remember who was the coach at the time. But do you not think there's a part of a player like that. He signs that deal. He looks at a coach he's maybe not happy and says, "You know what? I'm here for at least nine more years." Of course, I can put her into neutral for a year and a half. Tell, tell you're gone. I think no. Then, so not Connor. No. But so the but, way, but, but the way Connor's wild, yeah. wired,
1: isn't like oh, I'll, I'll wait McClellan's contract. That you saw him at the end of last game. Oh yeah, sitting there in the bench. Yeah, I put that photo up on Instagram, and they're like. That's so sad. Oh, that's, oh, I'm a mom and I can just, that is sad. That's not sad. That's a guy who's like, "Mm, I'm going to fix this. And I think that Connor's smart enough. And now, you know, at 20, does he have like the full toolkit to like run the whole
2: organization? He's 20, but he's 20 at age, but probably mature. He's like a 35 year
1: old. So, 25 year old Connor, who no doubt will have full say over coaching, who the ushers are, you know, what the color scheme's going to be for the third jerseys, it all goes through Connor. Who he is at 25 is going to be based on what's happening to him now, next year, this year. So, these are like, Connor is not like, oh, I wonder how I could get. Get out of town Connor's like What the fuck do we need to do What do you think he thinks Needs to be done for real When he goes to bed In his solid gold King size custom
2: were his, I don't have the numbers In front of me And I'm sure one of the listeners Will call us out Were his teams in Erie Like he went to Erie And they were in a bad situation I believe yeah. And he helped turn the I believe they went to the OHL final yeah, his they last won year though. They lost to Darnell Nurse I believe in the yeah. final yeah. Or somewhere along And then they did that Cool handshake of center yes. ice, And I was mm-hmm.
1: like oh, Both so, of them are
2: ours He's never really been In a position Because he's always, always Jumped around teams so much Like The longest he's played For a team is what Three Ooh. years? Connor or, Jumped around teams In or minor, or minor hockey no, yeah, What know, do you minor want minor to do? Sign a <laughs>
3: Lifetime deal
2: in Adam? I'll but, be here for the next Ten years But are the Oilers the longest? team he's been a part of no Erie would have been three wouldn't it because well, wasn't he like a little guy when he got to play he probably used an underage so yeah, 15, 15 16
1: 17 okay
2: but it's getting close though that this is the yeah. longest team he's been a part of yeah so almost he's getting into uncharted territory as well well for sure he's in uncharted territory he was on the cover of the hockey
1: news with going to win the cup guaranteed Wanye. don't you worry about it it's for sure happening like that's pressure not sitting in the room and having Lucic stare across you and be like
2: are you gonna fix this or what so uh, you're gonna ask me what what's going through his mind right now? Yeah, what do you think? I think he looks around and he sees a team that on paper should work, but for whatever reason isn't working right now. And I think he's racking his brain, saying, "How can I get more players involved? I can't play defense. I can't play goal. Oh, he probably could play defense. He probably could play be goal. an Amazing, goal. He'd be a hell of a defenseman too. But like, I can't keep the puck out of the net, so I got to focus on if it's. Maybe it's getting so and so a couple more passes. Maybe it's I carry it up and do the work and just drop it off to this guy. I think maybe that's how his brain is working. Like, I got to think about how I can make, he makes his teammates better. Patrick Moon is a prime example. Does is he
1: make it? people better? And I'm not saying that's like mm-hmm. suggesting he doesn't. He makes people on the ice with him better. Yes. Do you think that, like, so I'm just going to pick a player here and it's not his fault at all? Mark Latestu. <laughs> Mark Latestu's like over in the corner practice, like, oh, and I don't even know because I don't play sports, right? But he's like in the corner, like, oh, man everything's gone to shit for me. I'm Mark the test too. And then you think like Connor's the kind of guy to wheel over and be like, Hey man, Tell me what's up. Like, is he that
2: kind of guy? It wouldn't surprise you. You remember when they lost? Was it when they lost Anaheim? in The playoffs. Yep. settle was on the bench and yep. kind of picked him up. Said, "Don't worry about that." Dry was like a year older than him. He's sure, but then I, I see tops. Pat
1: Maroon like slugging it out with him for fun because Connor's like all pouty coming off yeah. the ice, and Pat Maroon's like, "Hey man, I used to play roller hockey for a living." Boop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it can happen both ways, though. Do you know what I mean? Because do you remember in the playoffs when Jonathan Taves was sitting in the penalty oh, box? Oh yes. And then Duncan, Seabrook. Yeah, Seabrook, yeah. Seabrook. went over and was like, "Here, man, you fucking settle down here, bro." we need to play some hockey, mm-hmm. we need to go out and win, mm-hmm. and then Taves went out and did the thing that yep. he's expected to do. So I think that there's going to be times when Connor's going to go over to Mark latestu and say, hey man, listen, elk point's cool. Yeah. What do you want, like 700 grand? I'll go get it out of my locker. That's fine. Here, he just pulls it out. Yeah. Like here, it's like cool, I have a buddy. checkbook on me. Why do you have a checkbook at practice? Because man, I'm really rich. We can, we can make a latestu burger. Yeah. Like Bobby Nix doesn't have to be that way, What man. do you want me to do? You want to make your wife disappear? You want to
1: clone another one? You want to have two identical wives down to the molecular level of the exact same person? Is that what would
2: make the team better, Mark Latesti? He just pulls out autographs, copies of NHL 18 that he hands out Every Like, here you, here you go. little boy. Have a power sauce bar. It's on the house. Yeah. Just get up to the dressing room a while, play some vids. You know? How back could your day be going? You talk to Connor McDavid. Like, do you think he says things like that to get people turned around? But at 20 years old, I also think there's going to be times when Patrick Maroon's going to have to take 20 year old Connor McDavid and be like, bro.
1: Yeah, it's not all on you, buddy. Let's do it. And that's what a team is. And that's again, I don't know anything about anything. And that's what the whole point of being able to talk in front of a microphone that isn't plugged into anything is. But if you're Connor McDavid and you're 20 years old and you're looking around at this team, is it that the team is good enough and is underperforming, or are there big, gigantic issues that are like systemically impossible to address?
2: Uh, I think they're good enough. I think they're underperforming, but I'm not ready to rule that out just yet. I know I'm s- sitting on the fence, but Cam Talbot should be better than he's been this year. We talked about Zach Kassian earlier. Zach Kassian has to score eventually. Like They have to have secondary scoring eventually take over a game, but at one point, this team started the season with Eric Ryba as their number six. That's not the best moves if Air Grab is starting as your number six defenseman. But that's not going to I know lead that's to like a nits. 12 droppings in the no, Western but that's, Conference standings. No, but that's, that's a couple plays here or there every game. And those are the plays that eventually come back to bite you. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know. And not just on Grab, it's just other players, like the Eberlee for Strom drop off. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Ryan Strom is kind of what he is. And. No matter what you have to say about Jordan Herbillet, he was soft, he button hooks, fuck, fuck Jordan Herbillet, whatever. Lock for 20. He still scores 20 goals every single season.
1: We should take the trade reversal clause that's in the NHLPA bylaws where you can reverse a trade up to 12 months after it occurred if you totally got tricked and (laughs) traded the guy for a wrong reason you can call it back and you can just call it back and you file it and you fax it to New York and like Bill Daly's there and he's like oh fuck the others they've reversed the Strom deal
2: we should do that it's time wouldn't that actually be hilarious if Peter's like you know what I'm gonna call it hey hey, Bill it's Peter Yeah. yeah you know what I'm doing And then Bill has to call Garth Snow. And then Garth just keeps ignoring his call. Uh Go straight to voicemail. Garth is on the golf course or whatever. I call reversal. (laughs) I call trade reverse. He's texting. I know you're seeing these messages. The check mark. I see it. Yeah. Just because a lot of Oiler fans still like to still bring up this trade. If you could reverse one trade, all Larson Everly strom Paul Larson, Eriely Strong. If you could reverse one trade, can I put the the Reinhardt trade on the table? Because that's no. the one I'm picking. No, you can't. <laughs> if you put the Reinhardt on the table, I'm the clause I will make is you have to also include the Cam Talbot trade. Mm-hmm. That happened the day after. That's true. Bless you, there for that one. That was yeah, a We game. owe you one there. What's the
3: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> ah, <you, laughs> an Oiler?
2: Always an Oiler. But I'm if you present. could reverse one move today. I still
1: stand behind the Taylor Hall trade being fine. It's fine. And you can't be like, I saw some guys like, well, Pedro just come in to Everton and hadn't done anything. Here's what the top six would look like Bobby R. Gretzky, <laughs> McDavid, the ghost of fucking Russ Cortonell. <laughs> no, no, you couldn't come in and leave it the way it was and leave <sighs> Hall and leave Everly.
2: <laughs> Apologies to Russ Cordell's family. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's still alive, but you know what? Oh, no, yeah, like, yeah, I right. think. It's all right. So, who's your pick?
1: The just, oh, I would re- redo the Everly trade not because I love Jordan Everly, but because I just don't think that it was a good trade. But I also don't think that the Everly trade is the reason why they're in the toilet.
2: There's the way I think about those two trades is that the Hall for Larson trade was a need trade. And Larson's been
1: good. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. He's been fine. Yep. Like, he's
1: not Shea Weber and he's not PK Subban. He would play on the top four on every team in the NHL.
2: Simultaneously? Yes. I mean, You'd know, really, be the 3 they They're very talented. Adam Larson, like, Royal Agreement top four yeah. across the league. Yeah. great. Yeah. So, the way I look at it is that was a need based trade. If Eberle for Strom was a cap related trade, which was what they kind of said in the summer. Well, they still have a shit ton kind of, of space. A lot of money. They've got ten million dollars in cap space. I
1: love when people go, "Oh, you know what's happening, don't you?" What they're doing is they're not spending to the cap, so Daryl Cates can keep all our money. And I swear, the other day, he's the one who broke into my garage and stole all the empties next to my door <laughs> because the Marina again given to him for free. And billionaires never want to stop taking
2: all our money. <laughs> there, there's people that think like the NHL will cut him a check for eight million dollars exactly. at the end like,
1: of the year. Here you go. I was doing math earlier today, and like nice, during the de- yeah, thank you. During the decade of darkness, Daryl Cates must have spent mm. seven hundred. $650 million on salaries during that time? Yeah. Oh, man. Think about that Guns for a moment. Wild. And Daryl Cates isn't the kind of guy that's like, oops, <laughs> I did it again.
2: Like he's... You, don't, you don't become a billionaire by wasting
1: money, you know? And think, like, you've almost spent a billion dollars yeah. <laughs> gross salary... Yeah. On this gong show of a fucking franchise. (laughs) You're paying for coaches that haven't been around for years. Years. They're gone. They're like, their descendants are cashing your checks. And you're like, (laughs) fuck, I just want to get my new arena ready. So everyone's going to come and cheer for me while I build all these towers. And then you get in the new arena. And then again, boom, you fall down on your face.
2: Well, gentlemen, we're running out of time here on real life. Let's close on this. Talk to us, man. Yeah. Thanks- U.S. Thanksgiving. Hey, hey Mark, what's to You think everything's all right? Having a good uh, day? It's Thanksgiving yeah. in the states. Is it? This weekend. Oh. And a popular saying in hockey is the standings on Thanksgiving usually are what the standings are when the playoffs starts. <laughs> Who says that? That's like Bob McKenzie <laughs> that gets rolled on the golden rule for Bob is U.S. Thanksgiving. What position are we in? Not, Not good. What? What spot? Right now in the 29th. West? 29th. No. We're second last in the West. Well, not 29th. In the overall, yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, no.
1: So, simply... Put, no, we're not that team. We're going to have this big, long Cinderella run, <laughs> well, and we're going to say, fuck you, Bob McKenzie. We are in the dance. Suck it. They might be one of them last minute things, but and that's that's like two playoffs in one season. Hey, listen. 2006, they got in, what, like the second game 81 game, or something like that? Game,
2: yep. It could happen. Oh, my and, God.
1: I know what's going to happen.
2: And also, Gregor brought up this point this week on the show the Flames were worse off than the Oilers were at this point last year, and they still made the play. We wrote an article about it today on OilersNation.com. Go click it. So We'd it Never do that. It'll done. take your credit card. But listen, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> What
1: is going to happen is the momentum required for the Oilers to get from where they are now into the playoffs is going to have them being such a finely tuned machine. By the time the season ends, they're going to kick the fuck out of everybody in the playoffs because it's been do or die already for like four consecutive months. Mm. That's what's going to happen. We're Cinderella into the dance. We're Cinderella into the cup finals. We're Cinderella to a Game 7 win. Connor McDavid, jam it down Spector's throat. <laughs> fuck you, Mark Spector.
2: That's what you get for calling me out in November, he'll say or as mash put it before <laughs> they're going to have to uh, uh, they're going to have to plan a hell of a christmas party with Halloween-themed costumes. That helps, man. Sometimes you just need something to relax. What if they, like, they're on the road trip right now. What if they just go out? Where are they? St. Louis? What if they go out just for ribs tonight?
1: New idea. Call up Yamamoto right before New Year's and have a ha- New Year's party where he descends. Like, he's, like, like the Sting. new year in, like, a diaper. It's like,
2: oh, 2018's here. Yamamoto. He's wearing size six shoes. Actually, like, that's how I pictured that they're going to bring Sakara back into the lineup. Oh, yeah? Lowering him from the rafters like Sting. That would be like Sting. He's, he's watching closely. Yeah. And he, like, has the... Day before he comes back, he's in the rafters and he just points to the left defense spot with exactly. a bat. This is a good tie in for everything is wrestling with our host, Yukon Jack, which you can hear Wednesdays on if the you Nation podcast. Subscribe
1: Network. to SoundCloud and know the 18 digit key after SoundCloud.com. And we haven't got him on iTunes yet or on Android Now Play. we're in the process, but if you want more, he yelled at me today. We went to Hap's Hungry House and it was shut and we had to go to Romans, but that's a whole mm. other story. We got to get that podcast live or Yukon Jack is going to eat me alive. Mm. That's fair. That's a sad ending on Real Life
2: Podcast. (laughs) Will to be alive next week. week? I'll
1: be alive. I'll be fine. I've been doing this for 11 years. Hap's is good, too,
2: though. Shout out to Hap's. Free coffee. They put the jug right on your table. You Romans, Hap's hungry. Romans is the
1: exact same place. It's like the servers from one just go to the other. We were joking. The guy who owned them both, probably, <laughs> is either named Hap Roman or Roman Hap. Yeah. And he's like, I close
2: on Mondays there to drive all the traffic there. You know what? This, this clunking stop reminds me of my vehicle dying in the middle of traffic. Just like I tried. One thing started dropping, one thing after another.